Welcome to the TruckVin.com podcast. As America's foremost truck buyer, we keep you informed on all topics regarding the trucking industry. We work with industry leaders to provide valuable insight. When you're ready to sell, call America's foremost truck buyer at 855-TRUCK-20 or visit TruckVin.com. And now, your host for the TruckVin.com podcast, Zach Ellis. back to the truckfin.com podcast. It's the middle of July and finally we've seen some positive news. Just read a few headlines, got some positive news in regards to rates. Drive-in rates have increased and even some of the reefer rates have increased from the slower start that they had. We're going to cover that and then we'll cover vocationnationtrucks.com, truckfin.com, America's foremost truck buyer. All right, so let's get right into it. Dry van volume growth due to the migration of population to the south. The south has seen a huge migration of people, not only from the west coast, but from some of even the uh, northeast has come to Texas. And what I found interesting, I was reading through the article, was six out of the nine fastest growing cities in the U.S., Six of them are right here in Texas. So if that tells you something about the Lone Star State, obviously Texas has been very favorable and very open uh, with business. Obviously, a lot of businesses have transferred here. We've seen people like Tesla, some of Toyota has moved here, uh, a number of other large corporations. American Airlines is right here in Fort Worth. So huge things happening, obviously, here in Texas, but that was interesting. So you're seeing the capacity grow for drive-in with the migration of people coming here. And obviously it makes sense because you have to have uh, clothing, you have to have household goods, you have to have food, et cetera, et cetera. All of that is driving up uh, the rates that we've seen historically that have continuously fell. So just a couple of things that I wrote down here that I wanted to mention was uh, obviously, U.S. Census Bureau reported that nine of the nation's fastest growing cities were in the South, six of them being in the Texas. So the average rates right now that they're seeing on drive-in loads are similar to 2019 rates at an average of 210 per mile on a national average, which if we look back just a couple of weeks ago, I believe we were reporting rates somewhere in the $1.80 range. So that's a good spike. Obviously, it's not the 2022 rates that we saw, but an increase nonetheless, which hopefully we continue to see this trend upward. With that being said, Reefer USDA Commodities, U.S. Department of Agricultural reported watermelons are up 22%. Tomatoes are up 10% in regards to total commodities moved. So I was reading, I think it was two or three weeks ago, but the uh, USDA was reporting there was a shortage out on the East Coast for uh, trucks to haul sweet potatoes. And that was kind of one of the niche deals that I mentioned. But this year, they've reported that the reefer market has started off slow. And now we're starting to see some progression. Usually in those summer months, early on, you'll see some of the reefer rates start slowly picking up as there's loads available, especially here on the border, close to the border, coming over from Mexico into the U.S. But good to see that. Obviously, watermelons are a huge, huge import from uh, Mexico. So love to see some positive news. It seems like nothing but doom and gloom the last three, four, five months. So finally, we're seeing some positive news. The big headline 
that I was just released today that I read, UPS is aiming to train non-union employees amid a possible strike from the Teamster Union. That's huge. UPS, obviously, a huge, huge force in the um, not only ground express, but uh, air freight market, ocean, et cetera, et cetera. Main competitor being FedEx, but UPS has over 300,000 workers or employees that are part of the union. That's a huge, huge piece of their staff. They deliver 19 million packages a day. Now UPS is aiming to not only hire, but train new staff that is not part of the union. Uh, The main focus right now for the possible strike is increased wages for part-time workers. So I think what that tells you is with the multitude of things that are going on in today's market, in today's economy, you're seeing unemployment rates, you're seeing a, you know, range of 20 to 25 year age gap of people that are just not wanting to work, not due to a lack of jobs, just due to a lack of momentum or a lack of motivation to want to work. So that's huge. UPS being in every major city throughout the U.S., that could be big for a lot of not only people coming out of high school and college, but people that are possibly looking to transition into another phase. And it's not just drivers that UPS has. Obviously, that's the main course of what they do, but there's many other positions inside of UPS. So, you know, huge, huge um, upside right there for a lot, a lot of people. But right here, I wrote down, opening the employee market to those that aren't union will have big benefits in the long run. So I grabbed a quote from the excerpt that UPS quoted stating, while we have made great progress and are close to reaching an agreement, we have a responsibility as an essential provider to take steps to help ensure we can deliver our customers packages if the Teamsters choose to strike, the company said in a statement. That tells you everything you need to know. They're going to open the market from historically hiring a large portion of their business from the union. So just a huge, huge piece of everything that we're seeing right now. So wanted to bring you some news here. Truckvin.com, America's foremost truck buyer. If you have a vocational truck, make sure you go to vocationnationtrucks.com. Load your truck information. We'll either provide an offer there on screen or one of our buy team reps will reach out to you to get an offer to you immediately. Unfortunately, right now with dump trucks and some of the specialty heavy haul, there's just not an exact number to put on those trucks with all of the different specifications and components that go into those trucks. There may be a twenty dollars to $30,000 variance on one or two things that were overlooked or one or two things that just couldn't be uh, evaluated online. So make sure you go to vocationnationtrucks.com. That will bring up a landing page there. You're able to submit your information in one of our buy team Agents will reach out to you as soon as possible. Loyalty and where your trust lies. That's such a huge, huge piece of every relationship that anybody and everybody has. And we've seen the upside and the downside of it, especially here lately. You know, I've talked about it in the past is so many people, uh, you know, within anything that we do in life, so many people are focused on the relationships and, you know, hey, who can we trust and who do we work with? And people work with people that not only they enjoy working with, but that they trust. And a lot of the loyalty 
has left the room here lately. That's something that I just, I couldn't, you know, I thought about it before I did this podcast and I said, you know what, maybe I won't mention it. And somehow I was, I was writing some notes down and I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk about that because it's something that needs to be talked about. Loyalty, especially in the used truck sector and the, you know, whatever you may call us, right? Independent buyer, wholesale, remarketing, whatever it is, you're not seeing any loyalty at all, especially last year. There was numerous phone calls that I've seen across not only here, but other dealerships, other independents where customers are calling us and then they're calling another dealer and then they would stop and call an independent and then they would call another dealer. And I think a lot of what customers don't understand, whether you're a large fleet, a mid-sized fleet, a small fleet, a um, leasing company, it may not be so much for the owner operator, but just as in trucking, carriers know each other. Most of these dealers know each other. And obviously, specifically in what I do, I know a lot of not only the big nameplate OEM dealers, but we know a lot of the independents as well. So having general conversations, they say, oh yeah, a customer called in with a 2022 Kenworth W900 with 81,000 miles on it. Well, number one, that truck's pretty rare. And number two, the guy just called me an hour ago and then he turned right back around and he called somebody else. There's no loyalty among any fleet that we found that's calling around shopping for numbers. And now, I, not only personally me, but my entire staff, we're not putting numbers on fleets. Because if you're going to tell yourself that business is made upon relationships and business is made upon loyalty, but you're going to call around to get the best number from two, three, four, five different people, there's no point in doing that. It's the same thing as any other carrier going out there and underbidding you or saying, hey, you know what? I got somebody that'll do it for 10 cents cheaper or somebody that'll do it for 50 cents cheaper. And I've seen it with customers that we've dealt with for a year, two years, guys that we've bought groups and groups and groups of trucks consistently. If people right here in our own backyard that are saying, hey, you know what? Um, that number's not going to work for me. We're going to call so-and-so, right? If there's no loyalty. Why are we going to waste our time on it? Don't invest your time in people, number one, that aren't loyal, and number two, that don't respect your time, and number three, that don't respect that both of you are in business to make money. Now, I'm not knocking anybody that wants to get the most money for their equipment, but at some point, the old saying goes, for every, uh, for every action, there's a consequence, right? And you may get the most money for your trucks one time from one person, but that situation may be a dealership has zero trucks on their lot and they need inventory. That situation may be they have a customer that needs that specific unit. But what's going to happen when you've sold trucks to somebody for a year, a year and a half, two years, and you pull a deal from that person and then you want to come back because the person that you bought that or the person that sold that one group of trucks and bought them from you isn't going to take those trucks at the number that you want for them. We've seen it. We've seen more trucking companies now going to get their own dealer license to sell their used trucks. Historically, it's always been the big mega carriers, the, the three, four, five, eight, ten thousand 10,000 truck carriers. Those are usually the people that have historically sold their own trucks. And even some of those aren't selling their own trucks. But now we're starting to see that mid-sized to larger fleet get a dealer license and they're selling their trucks. Now, that's not to say that there's anything particularly wrong with it, but at some point you just have to sit back and scratch your head and say, well, 
okay, so you're going to sell your own trucks, but what's the number one, what's the cost at doing that? How much money is it going to cost you to do that? But number two, how many people are out there right now that aren't going to have to wait on financing that are going to be able to pay cash for your truck? And number three, um, are you going to sever the relationships with your possibly your new truck dealer because they're looking forward to getting the trades? Or maybe you have an independent buyer that's bought trucks. So if you're facing those three things, or excuse me, four things right there, those are some things to think about. But what I recommend is don't waste my time and don't waste your time calling to get a truck bid or an offer on trucks. Because as the market continues to slide the way that it has, whether pricing goes up slightly or comes down slightly, what's going to remain the same is there's going to be a number of repos come up from multiple banks and banks are starting to see the flood of them coming in right now. You're going to see a lot more fleets trading in their higher mileage trucks to get new units. And you're going to see owner operators that are getting out of the business. So if you're going to tell yourself, oh, I want to get the most money, at what cost does that come to it? Because people that have the ability to buy trucks are not going to waste their time putting offers on units. They won't. Too many of these big dealers, whether they're Freightliner, Kenworth, Peterbilt, Volvo, those dealers have a lot of trades coming in right now. The, the big 2022, uh, you know, $100,000 used truck, those days are gone. We're seeing four-year-old trucks, not only retail, but some even in the auction, four-year-old trucks with 400,000 miles selling for $45,000, $50,000 to the retail general public. The big numbers are gone. It was a race to first place last year. But if you're going to put yourself in a situation where all you want to do is get offers on your trucks or you have no loyalty, you're going to call around three, four, five, six people, just do yourself a favor and make sure you pass us by. The need for vocational trucks has still remained steady here lately. Obviously, we're getting a lot of calls with customers wanting to sell sleeper trucks, and there's a few day cabs and box trucks mixed in, but vocational trucks specifically... Um, heavy hauls, whether they're sleepers, day cabs, roll-off trucks, dump trucks, whether they're tandems, tries, quads, quints, um, super dumps, whatever it is, we're still seeing a steady uh, demand for those trucks. So definitely, if you have a vocational truck and you're ready to sell, whether you have one or a group of them, go to vocationnationtrucks.com. We'll provide an offer there on screen or one of our buy team agents will reach out. Just a few of the recent purchases that we made. I wrote down here, bought a Quint Axle 2020 model Western Star 4700. That one had a little over 200,000 miles on it. Um, just this week, bought a Triaxle 2021 Peterbilt 367. That unit had 81,000 miles on it. Paid the customer 145 grand. Um, another one, nice one, was a 2022 Freightliner 122SD. This was a four axle, so a quad axle, 89,000 miles, paid $163,000 to the customer. So if you're worried about, hey, my truck's too new, these guys may not buy it, we buy them. Everything from 2016 to 2024, we're not, we're not opposed to paying $200,000 for a used dump truck. Uh, we're not opposed to buying a brand new dump truck. So if you have a vocational truck, we definitely want to hear from you. There's still a steady demand for vocational trucks, especially here in the southern market with 
A lot of our dump truck customers are staying busy. And most of them, when I call and say, hey, what do you have coming up for sale? They say, all my trucks are out working. I probably need about 10 more of them. But as we start to see uh, some of the freight volume pick up, which is positive, we're seeing more as we travel around from uh, state to state, most of these dealers have new trucks on the ground right now available. Now, whether these are units the customers backed out on or these are just new stock units, we are starting to see some of the new trucks. But I will tell you, we've always done well with late model, low mileage trucks. And although the used truck market has uh, slid and rapidly depreciated, that late model, low mileage truck has still remained strong for just a little while longer. So we look forward to hearing from you. Make sure you leave a review, leave a comment below. We are on all major listening platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcasts. Follow all of our social um, media posts and video content at TruckVin, T-R-U-C-K-V-I-N. Thanks so much, y'all, for listening. You've been listening to the TruckVin.com podcast with Zach Ellis, your go-to source for up-to-date insights on the trucking industry. Remember, when you're ready to sell, call America's foremost truck buyer at 855-TRUCK-20 or visit TruckVin.com. Join us next time for the TruckVin.com podcast.